This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I'm Shirley Rhodes. On January 10th, Clip Brock visited with ESPN TV color analyst Cy Seymour to talk ACU basketball and the upcoming NFL playoffs. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Get you ready for ECU and Temple coming up tonight. Cy Seymour joins us today to talk some Pirate Hoops. Cy, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, Clip. It's a, a basketball season and uh, enjoying every minute of every game. Yes, sir. Conference games, fun to watch uh, each and every night. You got upsets. You got uh, packed houses. It is fun to see coming up tonight. East Carolina taking on Temple. Uh, so let's look back before we look ahead. Pirates coming off uh, uh, a win they really needed to get at home uh, after starting 0-1 in conference play after a loss on the road to FAU, which we've talked about. They hung tough for a while, ended up losing by 15, uh, but a great bounce back against Tulsa the other day pretty good basketball team with a really good player in Haggerty uh but a big second half for ECU side and they're able to get the win yeah no doubt about it that's a big win and, and you know in the other game when you look at that game against FAU under four it's it's uh, like 65 63 and you're in it you're a two-point game and you end up they outscore you like 14 to 2 or 14 and 0 run and it looks bad but you were in that game all but four minutes I mean it was it was a really good basketball game, and it went. And when Debunje got hurt on the ankle twist, it seemed like it just went downhill after that. But listen, on the road, top team, you were right in it. Can you can you play forty minutes is the key. And I thought ECU came back, responded well uh, in their win. I thought I thought they played extremely strong uh, on Saturday or uh, Sunday afternoon. I thought they played well, and that's a good win for ECU. We've seen games in the past, side, and of course, ECU had the miracle against Kennesaw State. Bobby Pettiford uh, hitting the shot beyond half court. But games against Upstate, uh, Northeastern, the two SEC games, South Carolina, Florida, uh, the, the game against FAU in the final minutes. You know, you needed some big-time players to make some big-time plays and uh, just didn't get it. Well, Brandon Johnson hit the big one against Tulsa, and uh, he talked after the game, not necessarily what that play out of, uh, out of bounds was designed to be uh he just told bobby where he was going to be if he needed a bailout brandon was there hit the big shot and that is something that uh that east carolina's needed here in a few losses earlier this season that they got on sunday against tulsa yeah exactly and and the more shots you hit like that in big games the better you get you get used to it a little bit and that's the key to it i think the other really quiet stat with tennis going that ball game it's uh they they were behind by two. You, you got to understand that's where they were in the game. They were down fifty. Now listen, if they're down fifty to forty-eight. The Colts only scored seven points in the rest of the game. I mean, that's that, that's pretty good. I mean, when you when you can hold a team to not scoring in a you know the the last ten minutes of the game at seven, you, you're going to be in a lot of games that you're going to win, and you got to give them credit for that. That that's a heck of a comeback to win that ball game and. So I looked at that as a key stat. Again, they went 62-57, but at the 10-minute mark in the left in the game, they had, and I'm talking about uh, Tulsa had 50 points and only scored seven the rest of the run. That's a pretty good win. 
points for the Pirates uh, in that win over Tulsa, like you'd expect. Uh, Brandon Johnson, 17. RJ and Ezra, 14. Your your three big guys in double figures. Uh, Cam Hayes had eight size. Still not great from the floor, but seemed uh, more active and into the game. And, and it, you wonder if there's still rust involved there uh, with Cam Hayes. Do you expect uh, brighter days for him, size as a Pirate? I do. I think I think the the good days, as long as they're healthy, I think the good days, and if they play, Bobby Pettiford's played well. I mean, he's leading the conference in the sister turnover ratio right now. Three to one, he's number one in the conference on it. He very rarely turns it over, gets a lot of assists, plays smart. But Hayes, they're both good players. I mean, and it's just a matter of time. He's missing the, that, the jumper he hit, a miss the other day. It looked like it was dead in. It went in and out from the perimeter. He's just got to hit a few. But the thing that he does give you, he's a really good defensive player. Talking about Cam Hayes. He's a really good defensive player. And that that keeps you in the lineup. He missed some bunnies. He had some easy buckets that he missed, but he's not going to miss those much. I mean, that, that ain't going to continue. He's going to finish. He's going to be a big player for ECU. And and you got to understand, he's been at other programs. He's been going around. And, you know, you say, i, I got to get better. You press a little bit. He'll get better. Mike. Mike Schwartz is a really good coach. He'll stay with him and get it out of him. He knows he's that good. So I, I, I think he can get much better. Maybe it's tonight. You're looking for when it's going to be. Cy Seymour joining us talking to Pirate Hoops. You look at resumes, Cy, East Carolina Temple, do a blind resume, and you couldn't pick out who was who because uh, they both have the same overall record. Uh, they both have the same conference record. Temple has lost a, a conference game on the road to South Florida, won a conference game at home to Wichita State. They also lost a close game to an SEC opponent in Ole Miss, just like East Carolina did a couple of times uh, against Florida and South Carolina. So they look very similar right now outside on paper and i guess that's why the line for tonight's game uh, is so tight temple is uh i think i saw their one and a half point favorite so uh, almost a pick them on the road uh, their advantage is of course uh they're at home and east carolina has not played uh, too well on the road so do you look at it as about even going into this one tonight i do i think it's an even basketball game and look when we talk about it think about this you're talking about one three-pointer that's how crazy this conference is. And, yeah. and I said the same thing the other day. This game with this game with Tulsa, it's going to come down to a possession. Brandon hit, hit the three. And it really gave us the gap, the breathing gap. It looks like we won by five, but it was, it was the same kind of game. It is literally a one possession or a three-pointer away from winning and losing. And if you're at home, you better try to seal it. You better try to seal it. I keep saying the pressure is on the home teams to win because on the road, you're on the road. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Tonight, ECU's on the road, has a really good opportunity to win a ball game. The pressure's on their Temple, and they're going to have to play extremely well. They're not a good shooting team, uh, and I'm talking about Temple. They're not, they're not a great shooting team, uh, and so you've got a chance to get them, but it's Temple. It's the fifth winningest program in basketball history. They're used to winning up there. They don't usually let it down too much, and they're going to be ready to play. 
Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, going into the year, uh, a lot of talk about FAU, deservedly so, after the run they made in the tournament. And they're still in the top 25. They're coming off a loss to Charlotte uh, and have four losses on the year. And I know you talked about Memphis heading into the year. I might have overlooked them a little bit. Uh, they're top 15 right now. I saw an early bracketology the other day that had them as a two seed uh, in this year's NCAA tournament. Still a lot to be determined before we get there. Uh, but look, I, I mentioned the word resume a moment ago they've already got wins over missouri michigan arkansas uh, vcu texas a&m clemson virginia so they've got some great wins their only losses to nova and Ole miss they sit atop of the conference right now 13 and 2 overall 2 and 0 by the way uab in north texas also 2 and 0 but how about this uh team penny hardaway has this a team that you think can make a deep tournament run this year yeah they can they're really good they're athletic they're strong they they have they have depth and and they have a good coaching staff. Yeah, I think I think this is a deep team. I, I, you all never let out. You know, never forget Memphis. They 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 love basketball. It's their true game. The city loves it. I'll never forget one day. I, I always eat a little restaurant on Beale Street for breakfast. I go in. I like to hear people talk. And so I'm in there. It's on Beale Street. Uh, anyway, I go in. Jody Jones used to go with me, and I'd say to the waitress. I said, we're going to beat you, Tigers. She said, you won't beat our Tigers. We love our Tigers. She said, we love our Tigers. Just like that. Just like that. And they mean it. They love they love Memphis. And so uh, it's a good place to play. And all down the line, they love them. Uh, we did get them in there one time, though, and that's a good win. That was a nice win that day. But it's hard to beat Memphis. In Memphis, they've got a great – you know – they're averaging, as far as people in the stands, they're averaging like twelve to fourteen thousand a game. Uh, one of the top teams in the in, in the country, and of course in the American. So this is a program that every night out there's a big crowd, and they believe in them, and they're winning, and that even makes them bigger. Uh, so yeah, don't count out Memphis. They're they're going to be tough, uh, but FAU is good. They're a solid. They're the kind of team that in tournament play and in conference play tournament play they have good guards and they can shoot so they're going to be they're going to be tough also and because of the showings i'm not sure we couldn't get two or three teams in yeah it's a good thing want to uh, get further into that conversation uh maybe when we get into february side who you think is uh on the bubble who's uh who's in right now you mentioned attendance and memphis uh, uh there, there's a graphic going around and uh and the pirate radio listener jamie sent it to me as a talking point over the weekend and then uh memphis uh obviously the largest attendance in the american uh as far as men's basketball goes second no surprise wichita state side you could go eat some breakfast there in wichita and have that same conversation i'm sure because they love their hoops there and how about third in the league side is east carolina and yeah it says something about the the lack of crowds uh, at other places in the american but right now ecu fans doing a pretty good job of showing up and i think you know students are back now i, I expect a big crowd when we see smu roll in here pirates will probably be an underdog in that game on saturday but i think that'll be a fun environment and you know that mike schwartz trying to give the pirate fans something to be excited about but third right now in attendance in the league no doubt about it it is fun i think right there whipple is smu they have really good crowds but you're right i mean you're looking at, at memphis with with the lead and then and then uh, you know wichita state somewhere around six or seven thousand yeah uh, in home contest and ecu right there smu's right there 
at four, forty five hundred, somewhere in there. And that's big crowds in this league. That's a really good crowd. Uh, yeah, give credit to the Pirate Faithful. They've been coming out. And uh, over the holidays, you had these people there without without the students there. So they need a really big crowd on Saturday against SMU because I think SMU and North Texas are kind of in that upper class too. You, you got North Texas is good. Make no bones about it. They won that. They won the uh, NIT last year, uh, and, and it wasn't luck. And the two teams that were in it, UAB and North Texas. And to get there, they had to beat the likes of Clemson, Wisconsin, all, a lot of the Power Five schools to get those two teams in the final. So these are not fluke programs. These are good basketball programs that can, that can beat anybody any night. And so when you're bringing them in, you better be you better win your home games if you can. You better bring your A game against certain teams, and they're they're two of them. On that note, Cy, uh, as we look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck coming up tonight, uh, you've got a load of top 10 teams on the road. And uh, I think we're going to see a wild night of college basketball. UCF will host Kansas. Uh, Mississippi State hosts Tennessee. NC State hosting North Carolina. Xavier hosting UConn. Uh, TCU will welcome in Oklahoma. So there's a, uh, a slew of top 10 teams on the road tonight. Wouldn't shock me, Cy, if they all loss that's the way it goes in college basketball we saw it last night uh houston losing to iowa state and uh no more uh undefeated teams in the landscape of college basketball as we sit here in early january well you look at them purdue got beat at nebraska for one team and then the second number two team in the what kills me is the announcer said welcome welcome to the big 12 houston well no 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 you're on the road this is that hard to do wait till they go to houston anybody it's it's I don't care who you are in today's world. You go on the road, it's hard. And I I keep saying, a good win is a win at home. A great win is a conference win on the road. I don't care who you are. Tonight, North Carolina and NC State. NC State 3-0 and playing well. And I mean they are. It's a good basketball team. If they beat North Carolina, it's a good win. If Carolina wins, I'm telling you, you don't think it. It's a great win to win on the road. It's so hard to do. That win against Clemson for North Carolina was a big-time win. You can think it wasn't, but going in that ball game, I said Clemson will get them. Brad Brownell's got a good ball club. He just They couldn't pull it off. North Carolina beat them. And look, I'm not, I'm not a big North Carolina fan. I'm just telling you, road wins are big. And then State's got two road wins already. They're 2-0 they're they're on the road. So you get a road win. Love it. And ECU has a chance tonight to get that road win. Yep, uh, East Carolina trying to get their best win of the year, Si, on the road at Temple uh, coming up tonight before they come back home against SMU on Saturday. Si, what's a uh, key or two for tonight for the Pirates? What do you want to see for them to go out and get that W? Well, I think, first of all, you have to defend an ECU. I'm telling you, they're sad. And, and Cliff, you know, I'm doing the games on TV, so I don't get to – I get to watch it, but I've got to talk and watch it like that. Their defensive schemes are the best I've ever seen at ECU. And I've seen good ones. I've seen Billy Herring. I've seen, you know, Jeff Lebo. I've seen them all. Joe Dooley. These are the best things. Just unbelievable what they do defensively. Uh, they've got to play great defense. They've got to knock down some threes. They've got to knock down threes. And you can't let the good players go crazy on you. You know, you can't let uh, – their guards do it. You can't Miller. You can't let 
Riley beat you. you Jaleel Wright, Jaleel White is a really good player. You, they can come, they can come at you, but you don't want to have twenty five point games, twenty three point games. You got to keep them in their range, and you got to knock down some threes. ECU can do that, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you something, Cliff. And I, Mike Swartz is the guy for this program. I'm, I'm just telling you here all the gripe that you want. But he's saying the right things. He's not influenced by the negative. He's trying to build a program. And I, I've, I've never seen anybody that is that good at staying focused on what really matters. And, and I think people need to give him credit for what – and look, we're in the time of Portal and NIL, which nobody planned on that. Nobody. you got to be patient with this stuff. It's really difficult right now. Cy Seymour joining us. Speaking of difficult, Cy, it's been difficult for our commanders. Uh, what are we going to do? We got, we got to bring in a new coach. Uh, got to bring in a new director of football operations. And uh, they got the number two pick. So hopefully brighter days ahead for our guys. Well, there's no doubt about that. I think they let Dallas win that game so they'd have it easy. I really think they want Dallas to say, we're good. This is us. We're ready to go. Okay. They let the, they let the Cowboys take that one. But uh, overall, we're now in rebuilding mode. We were in rebuilding when, when we traded everybody to San Francisco. You know, another way to get Dallas is to trade to San Francisco your best players so they can shut them out in the place. <laughs> but, but, but the bottom line is, but the bottom line is, they're just going to rebuild, and you hope it works. And you know this clip up there, in any league, you got to have a good coach, you got to have a good quarterback, and they've got to make sure they do those things. I love size NFL conspiracy theories. That's good stuff, Si. I like that. Si Seymour joining us. Who's your uh, Super Bowl pick? You like the Niners, Si? I like the Niners. I like that crowd over in Baltimore. Okay. I like them, too. I, I, I like them. I, they're tough. They're strong. Got a great quarterback. Uh, could be the year of the Harbaugh, Si, if uh, the, the Ravens can get there. The Harbaugh. He could be in Washington. It could be Harbaugh and Harbaugh. <laughs> it could be. could be the new coach over there. Could very well be. Cy, good stuff. Uh, will we uh, hear you on TV on Saturday? Yes, you will. I'll be right. there on Saturday working it. And, uh, and look, enjoy talking to you. We'll be talking. Call me anytime. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 